0: network hi this is different track from the free Booners network today we bring you another episode of altar of war brought to you by masters of the forge we hope you enjoy the show Welcome to episode 22 of Masters of the Forge, Altar of War. As usual, I'm Adam. Today I have Mike. or my- Do you actually prefer Michael or Mike? Yeah, Mike's fine. Mike, all right. Cool. So Mike uh, is here to help me. And we are playing a game of um, Warhammer 40K with the new Death Guard Codex. Uh, Mike is a uh, Death Guard player. And I'm bringing my Dracari because, let's just say... We did a test game last night, just a 500 point uh, like test game playing sweep and clear, and I had to look up every rule for Space Marines and every unit every time, and that was just not gonna that was not gonna work for <laughs> a um, Strike Force size game. So uh, I'm gonna be playing the Dracari tonight. So Mike and I, uh, we are going to be playing Supplies from Above, a crusade mission, Um, and Mike is bringing the new Death Guard. Mike, you've played Death Guard, is it, was it your first army, or?
1: So, I initially started playing in 3rd or 4th edition, and Uh I started with Blood Angels, Uh and then kind of fell to chaos and started converting all of my Loyalist Marines into Plague Marines, so... I had a long hiatus and then I started again with a eighth playing death
0: guard. Nice. Yeah. And the models models are just amazing. Your models are really good, like specifically, but the death guard aesthetic has evolved quite a bit and the models are just freaking amazing.
1: Yeah. That's what really drew me in was the models. The model line is really, really uh, impressive.
0: Right. And the new codex is looking pretty sweet with a lot of great thematic rules and, uh, powerful abilities i think i think folks will be really impressed with it
1: yeah for sure
0: um so uh, let's as we do let's go ahead and talk about the mission so we we're kind of we we didn't want to do anything too match to play especially if this is this codex came out well it's the pre-order was yesterday <laughs> mike's had yeah. one day with the codex so <laughs> But, uh, first of all, thanks to GW for sending us the preview copy, but, um, yeah, this'll be a very much a first blush kind of game. And, uh, uh, there'll be a lot more opportunity for folks to dive in and, and, and devour this thing now. Uh, but so the mission is supplies from above. We're going to ignore, we're not going to do any secondary objectives. We're not. We, you know, these aren't long-term crusade forces, so we're not going to do any uh, agendas. We're just going to play the mission as is in the book, just for something fun to do. Um, so we uh, play six objective markers, um, six inches away from that battlefield edge and nine inches from each other. And after that, we pick our deployment. So this is kind of a very blind, you know, we don't want to stack our deployment zone too much or else you might end up getting the wrong deployment zone. Though I have a feeling, Mike, if if you had if we had stacked them all on one side, it would have been fine if I took it because your inexorable march would have found you on the objectives pretty pretty quickly. I think,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah they definitely move unimpeded now, so
0: it's really hard to slow down the uh, the Death Guard. Um, so uh, uh, the like the interesting special rule is called Drifting on the Wind. And it, in a long, drawn-out process, they have you randomly determine a move distance, like the the distance the wind is blowing. Basically, uh, we're not going to go through that right now because we just got a scatter die on the on the battlefield, and we're just going to use that uh, instead. Now um, they do all move in the same direction, um, so uh, it'll be. D3 plus three inches in the same direction. Um, so that's really interesting. Um, but uh, they don't end on top of other models or terrain. Uh, so they, it might, they won't all kind of be loop moving in lockstep with each other. Okay. So they'll, they'll just fall short of any piece of terrain they might end up on. Uh, or models or whatever. Which is good because like you can actually like like say you could like surround an objective with your pox walkers and it would take quite a bit of movement for it to get over them. So you can kind of lock down these objectives if you have enough models. Exactly. Um uh, the objectives are very they should feel very familiar if someone's interest if someone's used to matched play so uh, that we kind of pick that on purpose so that it's uh, it, it's a very familiar uh, uh, mission objective so it's uh, control one or more uh, you score uh, 10 points control two or more you get you score 10 points and control more than your opponent you score 10 points for 10 10. Or for a maximum of thirty, um, and you can't score it in the first battle round, um, and it's uh, it's scored at the end of your command phase. So you have to hold it for a whole turn before you score it. Um, it's very simple. Um, we uh, I think I think we'll have a lot of fun with it. Okay. So oh, and this is kind of representing. It's not like supplies from above. Instead, it's like putrid putrefication from above it's these are these are like nurgle's gifts drifting on the wind <laughs> so i mean you want them for obvious reasons but the the dark eldar are playing with fire essentially like they they want to capture it so they can use it in their poisons uh, or in their tortures so which is very dangerous in my opinion but hey you know whatever it takes to get the job done personally that's how i feel <laughs> uh, okay so let's go over our um, let's go over our list. I'll go first because um, we we'll, you know folks are used to that. We'll get that out of the way really quickly, and then we'll talk about the Death Guard. Uh, so for my list, uh, my warlord is Drazar. Uh Drazar is really interesting. He's got, um, uh, and I think this is this is kind of more of a uh, uh, like a incubi type thing. Uh, unmodified wound rolls of six increase the damage quite a bit. Uh, damage goes up by two for his claves, which are already damaged too. So that should be pretty good. Um, but normally the, his normal two damage is not going to be as good against the uh, death guard as it would have been previously, Uh, especially because you have two wounds now. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, um, as the Master of Blades, he adds one to wound rolls for Incubi that are near him. And, and he does have a unit of nine Incubi with him in the Raider. Uh, he, his Warlord trait just rerolls wounds for him. And as usual, Drazar can, can fight twice whenever he wants. Uh, the Succubus, uh, she's got an Agonizer and an Archite Glaive. I'm running the um, Cursed Blade as I usually do. Uh, I like Curse Blade. Plus one strength across the board is really nice for uh, uh, for witches. Uh, they have a lot of attacks, so that really helps. And it's going to help even more against the uh, the Death Guard. Actually, it won't help at all. Yeah, it doesn't help at all because it, I would have been wounding on fives anyway. So uh, the the uh, strength four is not as good. But I have two big units of ten witches. I gave them. Um, I gave them the, uh, uh, grave Lotus, which is plus one strength. So that will help them. So, uh, both of the big units of witches could conceivably hurt plague Marines if they make it into combat. Uh, most, most of my army will be toughness too, when within combat range of the, of the, uh, death guard. So we'll see how that goes. Um, I've also got three units of five witches kitted out with, uh, a shardnet, an impaler, and a, uh, uh, a uh, agonizer. Agonizers are poison. Uh, I already talked about the incubi. There are nine of those in the raider with Drezar. Uh, two units of reavers. Um, the reavers are loaded out with a uh, blaster, uh, and uh, one unit has um, a painbringer, which gives them toughness five. The other unit has hypex, which gives the movement twenty. I usually I find that very helpful for uh, grabbing, uh, shooting at characters behind enemy lines. It's going to be tough. Uh, I'm pretty sure you're not going to leave your characters exposed at all. So uh, two units of those. Uh, I've also got a unit of scourges. They are uh, not witch Cult, so they don't get a drug. Um, uh, They all have shredders, uh, which is great against infantry. And I think looking at your army, I should, if they survive the initial shooting, I've, I've hidden them pretty well. Uh, they'll, they should at least do something for a turn. Um, I, again, I have two Raiders, one with a unit of witches in it, and one with the incubi in it and uh, two razor wing jet fighters. I am not putting anything in reserve this game. I think I need as much on the battlefield as possible. And I think, uh, it would be tough to get into combat anyway. I don't think I would want to get into combat on turn two and three anyways. I don't want to overextend myself against your army. Uh, when we played yesterday, I noticed that it really does well move with this mobile castle of melee and shooting that, uh, is just really hard to crack. And i the last thing I want to do is overextend these little units. Um, so we'll see how we do. Um, all right, Mike, what did you take for the uh, Death Guard and why?
1: So I decided to take a battalion. Um, the play company I chose was Mortarian's Anvil. Uh, I'll go over a little bit of that later.
0: Mm-hmm. Now uh, a little caveat here I did ask Mike to take a variety of stuff um, just to show what uh, what the army can do if you take you know kind of a, a smattering of things. Uh, now obviously at 1500 points there's not a you can't bring everything <laughs> yeah, yeah. especially in yeah. a, an elite army, but I think you brought a pretty a pretty good you didn't take Mortarion. Let's put it that way. No,
1: which, yeah. I, I actually chose not to, but I feel like he is uh, oriented to be in every <laughs>
0: possible. Okay, sorry for the interruption. I just wanted to make sure yeah, Wolves knew that that, no that was problem. a specific request of mine.
1: Yeah, he's uh, he's very powerful. <clears throat> so um, I chose Mortarion's Anvil Play Company. Uh, there's now a new rule that you can only have one specific lord-type character and a caster um as well as one demon prince who also falls underneath the lord thing so you can choose Mm -hmm. to have a demon prince and a caster like a sorcerer or a malignant plate caster so i chose the new unit lord of virulence i think he's really good Mm. Um, he's going to be my warlord
0: what kind of buff does he hand out
1: so he himself gives the uh the reroll ones for Mm -hmm. core units Core Mm -hmm. units include the Terminators as well as the Plague Marines. Cool. Um, Both style of Terminator. Nice. Um, He also gives a buff for within six inches for whenever you make a range attack with a Plague weapon on core units. And unmodified wound rolls of six improve their AP by one. And he himself has a very good melee attack, Mm -hmm. and he has a good uh, twin Plague Spear Flamer which is heavy Ooh. 2d6, strength 5, AP 1, damage 1.
0: That sounds horrible. Actually, it doesn't just sound horrible. I experienced it last night and it was not great.
1: <laughs> and I also chose to give him uh, the deadly pathogen that lets mm-hmm. him reroll the result for his 2d6, and it gives the weapon plus 1 strength.
0: Now, is it. that a pregame stratagem or is that it's, something? It's you can not know? a
1: stratagem. There are uh, now these things called deadly pathogens that we are allowed to take and Uh we can give them to characters or champions of squads. Nice. Um, And we get to specifically buff a plague weapon on specific things. And there's a couple different things you can choose, but they innately give plus one strength and an added effect, depending on what you have.
0: Nice. Okay, so that's points. That costs you points. Yep, they just cost points. Cool.
1: So uh, I gave him the trait, um, the Gloaming Bloat, this is mm-hmm. their specific uh, Mortarian Anvil, Contagion ability. It uh, makes it so enemy units cannot fire Overwatch or set to defend if they're within range of his Contagion.
0: Oh, nice! Um,
1: and then, in addition, each time a model in that enemy unit makes an attack, the hit roll and the wound roll cannot be rerolled.
0: Right, and the range of the Contagion is starts at six inches, right? Or starts well, at three inches? It
1: starts at one inch for turn one. Uh-huh. Uh, turn two is three, uh-huh. turn three is six, and then turn four is nine inches. Nice. Unless okay. you have a Mortarian who always starts at maximum.
0: Right, right, fair.
1: And there's a couple other things, like the Lord of Contagion uh, adds three to his aura. Nice. Innately, nice. so. um, The Relic I chose is also from the Mortarian's Anvil Company. It mm-hmm. lets him, uh, whenever he makes a melee attack, you can reroll hit rolls and moon rolls. No so, and that's pretty good with his big power fist so uh so i have him my second hq is the malignant plague caster i chose to give him the spells uh putrescent vitality and gift of plagues putrescent vitality for any of you death card players is pretty much the same i think the Warp charge might even be the same as well but we did mm-hmm. get some some new spells uh gift of plagues being one of them And this is a Warp Charge 6, 18 inches of the Psyker. You choose a model and then add 6 to the range of the Contagion for that model for this turn. So just a little buff to add your Contagion, which the whole army has a base of minus 1 toughness to enemy models. So So amazing. Yep. And then for my troops, I chose uh, 3 small squads of Plague Marines. I gave each squad uh, 1 Blight Launcher. Blight Launcher is slightly different. It got a little bit of a buff. I think it's pretty good. Uh, I think it's kind of an auto-include. And then I did a full squad of Pox Walkers and a smaller squad of 12 Pox Walkers, which also received a bust. They're now T4. Uh, They're pretty good. They have some special rules as well that you'll be able to hear about later. Um, They're also cheaper. They're 5 points Mm -hmm. now, so they're very good. Um, For my Elites, I chose to use a Plague Surgeon. Uh, I gave him a relic, the Fugars Helm. Just adds three inches to his aura, which he himself gives a six up uh, feel no pain, essentially. That's so models good. Within three, but six because of the helm. And yeah. you can now heal one uh, core unit, D3 wounds at the end of his movement.
0: That's so awesome. Like, yeah, it's like very Having annoying. the disgustingly resilient and the the, the shrug is just. Exactly. Yeah. Bonkers. Everyone
1: was kind of speculating on this and I'm glad that this is what did happen even if it's a 6 is still very powerful. Still oh yeah. Forever, well, so. I mean
0: with the two wounds on top of the damage reduction exactly. on top it's just Yeah, so exactly.
1: Much. Um I gave him a warlord trait as well. I gave him the arch contaminator. Mm-hmm. That is slightly different. You still get to reroll your your failed wound rolls uh, with melee play weapons. But the only caveat now is that for ranged, you have to be within 12 inches. So you have to be within range of the Arch Contaminator, and the mo- the enemy unit you're shooting at has to be within 12 inches to get nice. the rerolls rolls for
0: wounds. Okay. Still, it's still excellent.
1: Still very strong, just not yeah. as over the top as it used to be.
0: Right. You can actually, like, you can, like, the, the opponent can make decisions on whether they want to, risk being in range of it or not or you know what i'm saying yeah that's that's pretty good
1: um i gave let's see i also chose to take the tallyman Mm -hmm. he is slightly different as well uh let me find him here for a moment so he allows you to choose one core uh unit per turn within six inches and until the start of your next command phase, each time a model in that unit makes an attack, add one to the attack's hit roll.
0: Oh. Pretty
1: great. Um, at the start of the command phase, so I think this works for both command phases. Uh, if this model's on the battlefield, roll the 2d6. On a 7 or higher, you gain a command point.
0: Nice.
1: So just Yeah, I think, I think it works for
0: both... Yep. Except it, I think for matched play you can still only get one per turn. Correct. Or yeah, like that. I
1: think you still have that uh right. limitation. But you still have
0: two chances, which is nice.
1: Exactly. Um I also gave him the upgrade for the relic. He each each of the uh elites kind of have their own specific relic. Um okay. I gave him his which while a friendly plague company core unit within six inches of the bear, each time a model in that unit makes a ranged attack, an unmodified hit roll of six scores an additional hit. So it just kind of adds to your firepower overall, helps you move your castle and keep doing damage. <clears throat> um, so I also chose to take a unit of blightlord terminators, all equipped out with Botic axes and combi bolters, except for I have one flail in the minimum squad of five. Mm-hmm. I chose to take a squad of Deathstroke Terminators, just with their normal normal kit, uh, they did receive a buff. Their sides are pretty incredible in melee now, so I think they're worth taking. And then I chose to take two fetid Blow Drones with the Flesh Mowers because the Flesh Mowers I think are going to be awesome. So,
0: and yeah, that, that will up. round it out. Excellent. All right, so we're gonna uh, the deployment is um, hammer or not Hammer and Anvil. Uh, dawn of war, which is we deploy on the long battlefield edges. Um, we already rolled to see who would deploy first, and that's me. And it's it's one of those I I, I deploy a unit, you deploy a unit, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, uh, for these narrative play missions. So I will be right back with our deployment. Just put an empty space here. Actually, I can thwack the microphone. I'll see that. All right, cool. Welcome back. So, um, I'll talk about my deployment. So I've got like one ruin on my side and this, uh, I've got these obstacles down here that are full of gross, like these, uh, vats of, uh, Nurgle's gift that uh, we made obscuring because they've got smoke coming out of them. Uh, it, kind of in the middle of both of our deployment zones. Mine is hiding a squad of scourges, and there's an objective right next to it. Uh, on my left flank, uh, there's a big woods, a Nurgly woods. Inside that are a squad of river jet bikes, a unit of five witches, my succubus, and the raider with the witches in it. On that, all on that left flank, and right next to them is one of the razor wing jet fighters. My right flank. Hiding behind a ruin is the uh, the on foot ten model unit of witches. They have I forgot to mention they have razor flails. Uh, The unit uh, in the raider has um, hydrogonets. I didn't give them uh, I didn't give them chardonnay and impaler. I I like having the three uh, the three of the same weapon in there and just use those for killing instead of really worrying about locking the enemy up. Uh, Also on the right flank is the Raider with Drezar and nine incubi, not really hiding much. Uh, There's a giant forest in the middle, so that'll at least provide minus one to hit for most things. Um, Also on the right flank kind of behind some uh, barricades are Uh, the other unit of jet bikes and another five model unit of witches uh, and the razor wing jet fighters over here on the right flank as well. So again, everything's deployed. Um, Oh there. Yeah. There's also kind of a right center unit of witches in the ruin. So they're, they're liable to be shot at by somebody, but they're hiding. Um, That is about it for me. Uh, Why don't you talk to us about your deployment? <clears throat>
1: so I kind of decided to uh, try and just castle up. Oh yeah. Keep everybody in my buffer. is try and keep everyone alive as much as I can. As I slowly march out of my deployment zone. Um, Like we talked about for the mission itself, the objectives are going to be moving around. So I am going to have to spread out, but I think initially mm-hmm. just keeping everyone kind of safe and tight is probably my best bet.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I agree.
1: Yeah. And I have two flesh mowers in the back that'll kind of help me. Contest some things early, hopefully.
0: Right. And you're kind of flanked by your two units of pox walkers. Yep.
1: Yeah. I have everything all the marines and blight lords and characters in the center, and pox mm-hmm. walkers are on the outside.
0: Yep. Early in the game, it looks like you're going to get really, you're going to get, well, I mean, it, this is kind of how it usually happens with me, anyways, with my Drakari. The opponent really does take an early lead on objectives, uh, progressive objectives. And I think you're easily going to do that. I, it looks like you're just going to be covering the battlefield with bodies. Uh, so let's do this. Let's go ahead and roll off to see who will go first. All right. um, I will draw this out here. I roll a two. Two. All right, Mike. Let's see if you can beat a two. Now five. Right, Mike's going to go first. All right. Everybody stick with us. Uh, we're going to come back at the end of Mike's turn. one.
1: movies and more presenting a lineup of podcasts producing exclusive content for the fans
0: the freebooters network trolls want to steal our community let them try Uh, so contrary to what I what I just said, um, we actually decided to go straight through to my, to the end of the battle round because um, you just did a lot of movement, right, Mike?
1: Yeah, I just moved in advance a bunch of units. So that's pretty much it.
0: Right, and the objectives shifted towards you, which was really good. Very helpful. Very helpful for you. Um, and like anything that moved that would have moved like really closer to your battlefield edge was stopped by all of your infantry that were right behind the objectives. So it helps you stay glooped together. So even though you're advancing on the middle objectives, the, the objectives that were close to your deployment zone didn't move at all. So you're kind of able to hold on to those.
1: Correct. And I was also to circle uh, one to hopefully kind of keep it pinned in with the other squad of pox walkers.
0: Right, right, right. So um, I think, you know, my turn. I decided to play KG, which is what you should do with Jukari. You don't want to get up close right away, or else you start losing models very, very quickly. Um, so I uh, I kind of did a crisscross with the with the fighters in my own deployment zone, and I jumped out with the scourges in the hopes of killing the unit of Poxwalkers that you had advanced onto an objective, they were kind of, like, alone. And I they were they were kind of the an obvious target for shooting. Um, however, I also noticed that you had the Bloat Drone on top of an objective kind of alone as well. He was more centrally located, but there wasn't anything else on that objective. So I had an opportunity to deny you hold more this turn. Yep. Um, I did manage to kill the, the, uh, pox walkers on, on your left flank with both the bikes that I advanced and with the, uh, scourges, but all of the, uh, disintegrator shots and the one blaster from the bike unit, holding the objective in my, near my deployment zone, got you down to one wound. Mm-hmm. curses <laughs> Disgusting Resilient saved you, I think, five wounds? Five wounds, yep. That's amazing. That's way better than, well, it might, no, that's still, that's way better than five plus.
1: Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, that
0: that was amazing. Um, And uh, I kind of, like I said, I held back with pretty much everything else hanging out back here. So you're actually going to score 30 points this turn. Um, because, uh, you hold more and you hold at least two. Um, so, oh, I also, uh, f- I also, um, fire and faded with those scourges, hoping to keep them alive. They were able to get into this ruin. Now, this was not my plan. I was just bloodthirsty to kill, to kill those, those, uh, pox walkers. for the first time ever. I managed to fire and fade a unit. Not only that fire and fade it behind cover. It's like a red-letter day for me, Mike. (laughs) Um, This time, why don't I roll to see which disgusting direction this disgusting virulence is going to blow. Sounds good. See, here we go. Roll, 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 It is. It is moving to the... Uh, My right, your left. So, in that kind of no man's land that I created by killing that. That might be
1: stay. stay.
0: Oh, there is no stay in the mission. It always moves. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but there's a tiny little arrow in the uh, on target that uh, tells you which direction to move. All right,
1: I'll roll the D3 here.
0: D3, how many inches? Four yeah. inches again, which is really cool. Like you, you mentioned it. Like I was just going to move them one at a time, but I can just select all of them and move them in that direction, which is yeah, really cool.
1: Definitely save some time.
0: Yeah, it does. Um, all right, we're going to move these objectives. Mike's going to take his turn. We'll be back for the end of his turn. Uh, two. <laughs> I just did Mike's turn because it was much more eventful than the last one. Um, Tell me about your thoughts going into this. Um, You know, all those objectives moved a little bit closer to you, which was really nice. Um, The center mob didn't move so much, right?
1: Right. They kind of stayed a little stationary still. But you wanted wanted to shoot
0: with them, right?
1: Correct, yeah. So they have a rule as long as they don't advance, they can still fire their uh, rapid-fire weapons at Uh full range now. That's awesome. So... They move. There's a huge forest, and I'm basically occupying in the center. Uh, they can move through unimpeded because of an inexorable advance in their infantry. Uh-huh. I'm just kind of staying there to hold my cover. There's three objectives nearby, just trying to keep a big or a ball, and everyone kind of safe until I have to really spread out and see
0: where like mm-hmm. the next
1: couple turns take me.
0: They did a great job eliminating, of like the um, the jet bikes. Like I had a unit of jet bikes in your deployment zone, and I had another one that had been holding an objective, but then wasn't anymore after you killed it. Right. Yeah. I think that the really important part of this was I had, so my two airplanes crisscrossed each other in the center of my deployment zone. One of them, I, I hemmed and hawed about whether to send it all the way over on the other side or just kind of keep it centrally located. And I'm like, well, the, the blow drones, they only move nine, right? They, they don't move 12. Right? Is that true?
1: Correct. They they yeah, actually yeah. have a, a ten inch movement here.
0: Oh, do they? Yep. Okay. So I was I I was I was thinking yeah they may they move eight or whatever but so okay they move ten but still uh like, ah, it'll be safe there It'll be fine but man that one blowtron that I failed to kill had one wound left and I said ten inch charge I'm not gonna overwatch that thing yeah no that was a bad call on my part that was. That was a bad call. He killed my airplane, guys. It's not nice. So,
1: the big takeaway here too is that uh, the bloat drones no longer degrade.
0: Right. So he well, has no
1: penalties anymore.
0: Yeah, they shouldn't. They should be like they should be like dreadnoughts.
1: Exactly. Um,
0: but yeah, I I was really hope like the whole point of my strategy was to remain kg and to not be anywhere near any of your stuff, and that completely failed on me uh the blow drone did die to uh witches killing them uh but still I, i'm a little sad about losing that that was a lot of a lot of points to lose this early in the game for the drukhari so we'll see if i can so i was really hoping to harry those uh, uh the unit of plague marines back there on your objective uh with these two um with these two jet fighters but I'm not sure I can do very much to them now because they only take one damage per shot uh, uh, that is going to give me some decision paralysis as I try to figure out how to bounce back from this in my turn two. My turn two has concluded. So again, I very dejectedly uh, shifted my plan to, um, I moved as much as I could to my right flank because I just kind of wanted to start to, uh, I don't know. I, I kind of need to concentrate my firepower and concentrate my scoring abilities. Um, unfortunately, like it, it really does look like uh I don't know. I just can't crack that center shell and all the objectives are starting to get stuck in the center. Um, My, uh, so I, kind of whittled, I whittled away uh, some Blight Lords. I, I killed one. No, I didn't even kill one. He's got one wound left, which is really sad because he's just going to get healed again. Um, On the right flank there. Like I didn't, I didn't, do anything to that unit. They were kind of in the woods and taking the minus one to hit actually, I think really did affect my uh, ability to hurt them. Um, but yeah, that having all these plague Marines and terminators sitting in the center here is just, I just can't crack it. Um, on the left, I didn't have enough movement to get everybody out of the way. So I decided to tie up the blow drone. I do have the um, net over there. Uh, to, to help tie it up, but it really doesn't care. It likes being in combat, but at least it keeps me off of my airplanes and my vehicles. If I, and you know, I can't actually, the net doesn't work against vehicles, but still it's, it's good to have it. So it can't really fall back and charge something else unless you have an object, uh, a stratagem for that.
1: Uh, I don't believe so. I will yes. have to look, but I'm not really sure.
0: Yeah. The, um, the Scourges once again fire and faded. Like still, all the Scourges, all the plasma, or sorry, all of the uh, um, the shooting from two Raiders, the uh, Razor Wing Jet Fighter, and the Scourges all just took two wounds off the Blight Lord Terminators. That was brutal. So um, the 10 model unit of Witches did charge in. Uh, against the uh, Plague Marines. I'm really hoping that the objective shifts to the right here to the point where I could at least, like, deny you scoring it. Um, you'll still hold... No, it would... If that happened, you would not be holding more than me, but I doubt it. It would require a great deal of luck uh, for the objective shifting. So, uh, yeah, Fleshmore killed my my uh, Warlord with a... Uh, uh, you broke in with your with your combat. I did manage to uh, do four mortal wounds uh, when you when you um, mowed my flesh. So that was <laughs> good with my uh, relic. So uh, Mike, do you want to roll the scatter die and see where all of this goes? Sure. See if we uh, see if you get lucky again. It is going no. Okay. Well, actually, I think that's still good for you. Uh, so the objectives are moving towards me, but it's also moving. It's as uh, it's still moving more off of my models than it is moving on off of your models. Correct. In fact, I think I'm going to have one objective left. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll roll the d3 plus. Uh, I'll roll the d3 plus three. Let's see what it is. So six inches. Oh my goodness! All right. Uh we'll um we'll tell you what happened uh when we come back to do Mike's turn three welcome back mike's turn 3 is complete now you've ex- you started to explode out of your um castle in the center yep um and you know your shooting was pretty good you you took out m- one of my raiders in shooting with the incubi in it um i think your primary target was the scourges but they were hiding behind a ruin behind obscuring but killing the Raider was pretty good. It, it makes those um, incubine not uh, very mobile. Uh, they had to, I had to use the emergency disembarkation to get out with them, uh, and they are. I lost a couple of models to the uh, to the vehicle d- explosion, um, and then. Uh, i think it was it was mainly that like it took an you took you used your entire blight lord terminator squad on your left flank to kill my two remaining witches and get on that objective and then your three death shroud terminators killed my raider which was within striking distance on your right flank uh, the eight witches got out oh well the 10 witches got out two of them died in the uh, in the uh, death throes of the vehicle i feel i can't I, it's very interesting like I mean, if I stay far away and try to shoot, I can't kill anything. But if I get too close, whatever I get close enough dies. So, I'm not sure what to do at all. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know. I, I'm, I'm at a loss. I don't know. Um, so, what I've got left. You have... Like everything. I think I killed like two models. No, I killed I killed a unit of poxwalkers and the blow drone. Um I've got eight witches on my left flank left. I've got the incubi on my right flank along with the scourges, like five witches and the jet fighter. So I would say about Half of my arm. Well, I guess I have I have uh, Drezar left as well. I would I would say a good seventy percent of my army is destroyed at this point, and I'm trying to think of a way to score. So right now, uh, whatever I'm holding, I'll score. But I, the problem is I'm not holding anything because when it when one of the objectives drifted off of my models. So I'm actually holding zero. So I'm getting zero points this turn. So now I'm just going, I think I'm really just going for some kind of uh, uh, Pyrrhic victory here. Trying to go- Maybe I'll just try to kill something. If I can kill a unit, I'd be very excited at this point. <laughs> um, all right. I will come back and we'll do my turn three. Welcome back. That was my turn three, in which I scored zero victory points because of the movement of the uh objectives in the previous at the start of the turn. Start of the battle round. Um and I really, really tried to um kind of push into these flanks with whatever pieces I had left while the Incubi charged through the center and tried to take out some Plague Marines, Um, which I think, you know, um, really didn't go well on the flanks. Uh, The Blightlord Terminators, I, I failed a whole lot of invuln saves over there and I didn't manage to hold that flank with the witches, unfortunately which is uh, it, the one which if you, a lot of the time, the, uh, the one which with the, with the shard net and impaler can hold down, um, big units, uh, and stand on an objective and, and hold it. But in this case, it just didn't, it didn't work out. Um, and, uh, on the other flank, the 10, the, the eight witches that had gotten out of the destroyed raider charged into the pox walkers, um, then you uh, use the counter assault stratagem to to fight them and uh, I lost all but 3 so what was what was the stratagem you used for the poxwalkers to make them do a bunch of mortal wounds
1: it's called mutant strain okay. um so it's used in the fight phase when a poxwalker's unit from your army selected to fight until the end of the phase each time an attack is made by a model in that unit you uh, deal in a mortal wound on a hit roll, unmodified hit roll of 6 uh in addition to any normal damage and then on unmodified hit rolls of 1 you inflict mortal wounds to yourself uh and that's resolved after the fight.
0: Yeah, and we realized that the reason it's after the fight is cuz poxwalkers can regenerate models when they kill other models. Yep. Um and that would be, you know, if they just ki- if they killed themselves and then killed other models, there would be no negative to that to that stratagem. So uh, that makes sense. But they did what they needed to do, that you really impeded my ability to – like I'm down to three models over there. So they're not really going to be very consequential uh, at all. Uh, so that's really good for you over there. Um, and I think you can, you can heal those pox walkers since there's some left, right?
1: I can, yep. I can use a stratagem for one CP to resurrect, I think, up to seven.
0: Yeah, and even though only, even though 16 out of the 20 died, they're fearless. So you don't have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. Um, the incubi, uh, Drezar did a pretty good job. He killed the other blight hauler and you, you, you auto exploded him with the death guard, vehicle
1: future detonation,
0: which doesn't hurt Nurgle units. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I weathered that pretty well. Uh, the incubi did kill the unit of plague marines that they charged, which is nice. And I did pile into the other unit of plague marines that were in the center woods. Uh, I really need them to not shoot me. Uh, they did f- kill a couple in combat, but I think that I think that's fine. Um, there, I really, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what I can do. Let's see what the drift does. I'll roll the drift this time. Okay. Let's get lucky. That. Nope. Nope. (laughs) Nope. Not lucky. How many inches? Going back towards Mike's battlefield edge. Six inches. Good Lord. So that's going to move. That's going to move. That's going to move. That's gonna move. Oh my goodness! That's gonna move because that's got plenty of room, and that might move. So let's move these real quick. Oh man. Okay. So those are all moved over, and this one moves.
1: It can't go on That right one.
0: Correct. Yep. That one just stays. So I actually, I, I'll hold on to that one. Well, for now, and end that one for now. But yeah. Wow. That was nasty. That was nasty. Well, actually, you hold that one because your your objective is secured. So at the start of your turn, you're going to score. You're going to be holding two, mm-hmm. three. You're actually going to be holding Ooh. three. You're exactly three inches away from that one. So you're going to score maximum again. Let's see if you can totally wipe me out <laughs> during <laughs> your turn four. Watch out. I'm fearless on turn four. So, Uh-oh. <laughs> all right everybody welcome back Uh, i tried valiantly to weather the uh, final assault of the death guard but it just wasn't enough the incubi are all dead as are the scourges my goodness. Um. So, what do you think, buddy? Like, uh, I'm not sure how good a test this was, but I really feel like, um, the the defensive capabilities are really great for the Death Guard. Like, they're really holding holding their own, uh, to uh, to shooting and everything. But I really think that the the big Uh, Takeaway is their offensive capability. It's not not relying on tricks or anything anymore. It's just straight up like hard as nails, you know, combat and really good shooting as well.
1: Yeah. So I think this particular matchup was tough just because a lot of your guys are uh, innately toughness three. Yeah. And then with the contagion, they go down to toughness two, which makes all my bolters start to wound them on twos. Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of a, a poor matchup for that. But the. The toughness one ore is very good. Uh it definitely helps. Like I think a majority of my damage obviously came from like the heavy hitters in melee, which mm-hmm. a lot of the, the melee tools we had got a lot better. Yeah. Um and we're also slightly more mobile now because our Terminators no longer advance and get halved, so now they can actually advance for full moves. Um yeah, I think the offensive capabilities are good. Um, Yeah,
0: They really are. And like, like when I, so the thing with dark Eldar is you want to kind of skirt around denying objectives with your throwaway units. And the problem is like, I'll go in with a throwaway unit and your, your, um, uh, plague Marines are objective secured and you'll, since I'm such a low toughness, you'll kill enough of my models that you'll still have more models than me, despite the fact that you're an elite army. So like I have to pull, I have to put more bodies into each objective that I'm trying to hold, and it's it's nasty. Yeah, it's nasty. Uh, all right, well, cool. Uh, well, this one's definitely a victory for the Death Guard. Now, what do you think about like adding another five hundred points to the, your army, like for a full like match play two thousand point army? Uh, would you just add more or? Do you think it's even necessary? Like, I kind of feel like these characters hold their own in these big blobs of models. I, that's almost better. Cause you can throw those blobs of, uh, like death guard at objectives and hold them.
1: So it would probably definitely be Mortarian just because mm-hmm. he is just so good. Like he's pretty incredible. He has four, four warlord traits, uh, which is pretty nutty. Um, the first one just gives him the old five-up shrug that he, they always had. Uh, he has a Living Plague aura, which is just shutting off um, any aura abilities within three inches of him, which is pretty great. Uh, he has the Arch Contaminator thing, which lets everyone reroll their plague weapons and whatnot. And then at the beginning of the game, he gets to choose... Uh, whatever plague company war alert treaty wants. So Mm -hmm. there's some that let you have movement if they're within your contagion range, which is pretty good. Um, There's some that obviously this one here, uh, this one here actually uh, shuts off rerolls, which is also very good. And there's a couple other ones that are really good, but being able to kind of tool it before the game, knowing what your opponent is really helps. Mm -hmm. So I think it's kind of like a no brainer and he's he's just tough as nails. Like T eight now, eighteen wounds. When he degrades, all he degrades is uh, actually I don't even know what I don't think he even degrades anything really important. He doesn't lose his toughness anymore. Um, yeah. maybe just movement, but he just he's just a beat stick and he's just he's really well costed.
0: Yeah, well he's a he's a he's his freaking <clears throat> Primark, right? He yeah. Should be, he should be terrifying. So I'm I'm all for that. Uh, yeah, I think Death Guard play exactly the way Death Guard should play. Uh, as you know, as a faction, uh, they're really, really tough. And when you get close, you're you're overwhelmed by their horrible, stinky musk. So I'm I'm all about that. I just I'm looking forward to the new Drakari Codex as well. <laughs> uh, this is a fun mission. I really like how the our our sweet, glowy objectives looked on the, Like yeah. like this battlefield is so discolored because of all the different green colors we have tabletop simulator is fun for that kind of
1: thing yeah it's very aesthetically pleasing
0: yeah all right man well it's uh it's getting late thanks so much for joining me i really appreciate it
1: yeah thank you so much
0: all right we'll see you soon take care it's such a good feeling to play games your way it's such a happy feeling for decaying away and when you throw dice with story in mind it's such a wonderful way to unwind it's a good feeling a very good feeling the feeling you know that we'll be back when the fortnight's new and we'll have new ideas for you and you'll have things you'll want to talk about we will too